Welcome to Behind the Stylist Podcast. We want to help you run a super successful business while also balancing a healthy and happy life. No topic is off limits. We're here to talk not only about behind the chair, but also behind the stylist. Please welcome your hosts, co-founders of Hairstylist Anonymous, Alyssa and Mandy. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday and welcome back to Behind the Stylist podcast. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Mandy. Yay! (laughs) I get so excited. Um, We're here today. Yes. To talk about, um, well, we had a question come in. It Mm -hmm. was tips if I'm just graduating cosmetology school. So that might be what we labeled the podcast, but it really is for everyone. Yes. And here's why. Um, This is definitely going to help you if you're fresh out of cosmetology school to kind of get where you want to go at a faster pace yeah. by knowing or, these or things. Or um, a smoother pace. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you're not going to hit as many bumps knowing this. Yes, absolutely. But if you are not fresh out of cosmetology school, this is also going to benefit you because maybe you find yourself not where you want to be or you have faced a lot of obstacles. Sometimes you have to take it back to the foundation. Mm-hmm and maybe learn a few things exactly um so we're here to help everyone today whether you're fresh out of cosmetology school or you've been licensed for years um we do feel that this can benefit anyone and Mm -hmm. everyone exactly yeah yeah so i say um you know you're graduating you're nearing the end of the road to start your own journey one thing that i personally didn't do i didn't know my why right when i finished school I was starting, I was like, ooh, I want to open a salon. Ooh, I want to do hair. I want to get the most clients. I had two, not too many goals, but I had a lot of goals that each of them weren't getting my full attention. And it was because my why wasn't in place. So my biggest like advice I could ever give to you is to know your why. Why are you doing this? Why did you finish school? Why are you choosing to be a hairstylist? Why? Why did you sign up for it in the first place? Yeah. You know, um... And maybe your why changes while you're in cosmetology school. Maybe you figure out your why like after you graduate. The most important thing is to really kind of soul search and figure out your why. And I know we're going to use that word a lot. A lot, yeah. <laughs> um, but, what do you mean why? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but some people, they I don't think they've heard of that yet. Yeah. So if we're saying like, what's your why? That's basically your purpose, mm-hmm. um, your reasoning, um, the, the reason why you're doing things. Yeah, exactly. So... I agree. Think about that. Yeah. And you need to know that. And I just say that because if you know why you're doing something, it's there. You're going to get somewhere like, why do you go and get your driver's license? Because you want to drive. You want to have that freedom. You want to be able to go from place to place with no one telling you what to do or when you can do it. Why are you being a stylist or a makeup artist? Like whatever you're going for, why? And that helps you understand the end goal and you can get there like you said, faster or smoother, on a better track, not hit as many bumps because you know where you're supposed to be going. And maybe you ask yourself that and you realize that it's not even for you Mm -hmm. because I've known countless and countless amounts of people who will go through all of cosmetology school and they still don't have a why and they drop it. Mm -hmm. So I think it's majorly, majorly important. That's probably your number one priority is to figure out your why and make sure that this is for you. I would even argue that you do that before you get involved. Um, But sometimes we don't know, you know. Right, and you might need to re-look at this now um, or, you know, whether you're in the industry, you're not even graduated yet, whether you're in it for a year, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, what's your why? Why are you doing it? Are you happy? You know? Um, but once you know that, that can like, you know, start the smooth sailing kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. 
I think secondly, um, you just, Mandy was saying, we, we have to, before we started this podcast, we have to be teachable. Oh, yes. So I want you to get into that. Like, how do you keep your mind open? Um, don't be a bitch and don't think you know the shit. Oh, hell yeah. Because you don't. Raise your I don't. hand. You don't. Raise your hand if right after you graduated cosmetology school, you were like, oh my God, I know everything. <laughs> I passed Me? my state boards. Um, I know all like the, the this and the that's and I know the freaking occipital bone. Like. If, yeah, if anybody knows me, they're like, Alyssa better be raising her hand right now because I did. Mm-hmm. I was that and I, I totally was admit too. it. Yeah. So one thing that um, you need to know about Alyssa and I's experience as cosmetologist is fresh out of hair school we never went and like assisted like properly assisted at a salon um we literally just decided to freelance right from the beginning yep and you know work from home take clients on our own and try and be our own bosses um if i could (laughs) go back i probably would try and assist at a salon yeah i i'm in the middle i feel like when we came out of it which was four years ago um, there, there weren't many teaching salons around us. This is true. So if I could go back, hell yeah, I'd be like, I want to find a salon that's going to teach me. I'll assist. I'll work my ass off. I'll give them my everything if they give me their everything. But I do remember looking for that and not finding it. I didn't even look. Okay. So maybe you regret like, not looking. I'm, I'm I did look and <laughs> I was like, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I do think like if I could go back and there were options, oh fuck yeah, I would do it because... Yeah. Could you imagine where we'd be right now if we yeah, had Yeah, well, that? that's what I'm thinking. Like, I'm, I'm, like you said, you're half and half because, yeah. I mean, I am where I am now. Right. So looking back, I'm like, oh, I, I went through all the trial and right. error, but I'm over it. Right. But had I been able to avoid all the mm-hmm. traumatic trial and error mm-hmm. that I had to go through because I didn't have a mentor or because I didn't assist and I didn't yeah. see what it was really like in a salon mm-hmm. with clients and I just kind of like threw myself to the wolves, mm-hmm. I got through it. But like, where would I be now had I not? Without that wasted time. Yeah, like I, like I spent yeah. so much time figuring out how to do things and still not even doing them right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that I could have avoided all of that <laughs> yeah. had I just like had a mentor or right. had guidance right. or just I mean, been in the environment. Yeah, and literally like I've been owning my own business for three years, legally for two years, two and a half, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just now figured out how to like budget. Like I would get money and I'd be like, I'm making all this money. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go shopping, whatever. Like, no, I was putting, and now I'm putting money away for taxes, the right amount, putting the right amount into my savings, putting the right amount into my own account, the right amount into the business, et cetera. And I'm three years in, would we know anything different if we had that mentor? Oh my God. You know? Absolutely. Um, but stay teachable is what we're trying to say. Like, yeah. you have to keep an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and to this day, I, if I'm being honest, I still have a hard time doing it. You even know, like, when you bring up something when it comes to HA, like Hairstyles Anonymous or business um, or what we're going to do, you can see on my face. I always new information just it, it takes hurts a while me. Yeah. It, and, it, and, I, and I let it happen but it takes a while for me to get there and I'm that's something I'm working on but it's like Alyssa you've worked so hard to get where you are you you have all the ideas like no you don't I don't have the ideas and I'm just working just like you are to do it um so if I could do anything I feel like I need to step out of my own way we're telling you to do the same make sure you have an open mind open arms be a sponge Soak up everything, grab everything, whether it's right or wrong, because then you can make that decision for yourself. 
I don't like the way they do this. I'm not going to do that. I love this. I'm going to do it. I like oh, the way I'm SpongeBob. They yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? I am SpongeBob. I Square soak pans, in yeah. everything. And like you yeah. said, sometimes you're like, ooh, that's whack. I ain't trying that. Mm-hmm. Or you're like, that is genius. And I don't know why I haven't been doing that the right. whole time. But you have to have that open mind. Right. Because if you don't go into it with an open mind, it might be something that's game changing for you. Mm-hmm. But if you're closed off to it, how are you going to allow it to make that impact? Right. Exactly. Um, and I feel like another thing I wanted to bring up was know like, okay, like knowing your worth, but like, I don't really want to put it that way. Kind of like you, how do I want to say it? Now that you know your why, you know why you're doing something. You're being a sponge. You're staying open. You're understanding what people are trying to teach you. Don't let people walk all over you. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. I was in a situation where I assisted, I did assist, but only for two months on my entire life. Okay. And it was because I went in every day. I'd answer the phones. She threw me on the credit card machine, which I didn't understand how to run. So she you never taught me that. Yeah. And um. she was like, can you just blow dry? I was like, okay. She's like, can you do this foliage or whatever it was? It was like, it was like she wanted blue highlights. Yeah. So you know what I did? I put highlights on. I took the highlights off. And then I, on wet, dark hair, I literally went in and tried to find the highlights and put blue on top. Oh I didn't just put God. blue everywhere because I didn't know. She never trained me. She never did anything. And I'd have to clean. I'd have to wipe down the bottles. I'd have to wipe down everything. And I would go in day in and day out and be like, okay, I didn't learn anything. Not one thing. Yeah. And I'm cleaning. And I knew all of her clients after two months. I was like, I'm over it. So that was me trying to understand, like, you know your worth. You're ready for more, but they're not giving it to you. Find a place that is. Yeah. And you were you were basically the salon bitch. Yeah. To, and you to not get anything from it. Like, here's yeah. the thing. I would not mind maybe running a few cards or, you know, having some hands-on experience which mm-hmm. at least you had but you had no mentor you had right. no one guiding no you teachings. i wouldn't mind cleaning something or washing the bowls in the back if i was benefiting from 100 percent. you know like yeah i just cleaned all the bowls in the back but now i'm gonna watch you do a balayage mm-hmm. and i'm gonna learn how that how to do that technique mm-hmm. which is what you do with your your stylist that you, with my stylist that now. you pay hourly yeah which is amazing yeah um and if you can find an opportunity like that, take it. Even right. if it means that you're answering the phones a little bit, mm-hmm. I think that it's worth it if you are still benefiting from it in the end. I agree. Um, but if you find yourself in the situation where, like I said, you are the salon bitch, mm-hmm. like Alyssa was in that scenario, mm-hmm. they're not teaching you anything. They're just having you do the shit that they don't want to do. Right. Um, they're not helping you at all. And they just expect you to like wipe dust off of the shelves and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Just walk away right walk away walk look away. for another experience look for another environment look for an actual mentor do yeah. not stay somewhere just because you're like oh i'm employed i'm in the salon this is great no you're gonna resent it and that's just wasted time right exactly something else that i would look for like just coming out of a cosmetology school as we were talking about is do they have a growth plan for you oh yes because i do for my stylist she comes in every day and she knows what she can do to get the next step like her next raise or get more clients in her chair or whatever it is she knows how i can help her grow she just has to make those you know those changes to do so she knows what she has to do and she can just do it do you have a growth plan set out does your boss or the stylist who's ahead of you whoever's in charge do they care about you you want to make sure you get that because honestly, if I had a new stylist walk into my salon tomorrow and was like, I want a job or I just want a shadow or I just want this, I just want that. I'd be like, let me give it to you. Like if you're going to soak up everything, all I want to do is share. And that's what you should be getting. You should have people who want to share with you because you're open to it. You know, I almost feel like I would never take a class my first year after being graduated because I was like, I know my shit. Oh, yeah, I know. But you don't. And the beauty of it is that if you're listening to this right now in 2019, 
you are in the best time in our industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many more educators. There are so many more people willing to share. It's not like, I mean, there are, there are good and bad in any scenario, but it's not like in the old days where they're like, I'm not sharing what I know. I'm not sharing my techniques. There are so many more people now willing to share. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so many different types of salon environments and vibes now. Um, I think that you anywhere can find, as long as you're looking for it, a mentor that can actually benefit you and help you. Right. And if you can't, there's so many online resources. I would argue that like 85% of everything that I know, I learned online. Yeah. Whether I purchased the course or I just learned it on Instagram on the Explore page. Mm -hmm. I learned everything everything for the most part online i agree because i didn't get that assisting experience um but if you're struggling to find someone in the area to mentor you there are coaches online there are stylists there are courses online there are academies there's us there's there's us (laughs) there's us um which is actually why we even do what we do right we want to be able to help you so um, we didn't have that really yeah take every resource that you possibly can and be a freaking sponge yeah and i mean another tip just again, like being on the other side of it. I'm out of school. I own a salon. What would I look for in a stylist kind of thing? You know what yeah. I mean? Um, do the work. Put work in. Nobody, nobody can create an entire full book of clientele in one day. Nope. You can't do it. Put in the work. Go out. Message people on Instagram. You see a couple cute girls that follow you, like three of their photos, comment, I'd love to do your hair. Go into a stop and shop and be like, oh my God, who does your hair? No one. Oh my God, I'd love to do it. Here's a card. Do the work. Build your clientele. Sweep that floor. (laughs) Clean those bowls. Wash that toilet. Do what you have to do to get to where you want to go. Because again, now that you know your why, you're open to learning new things, you have to put in the work too. It's not going to be handed to you. And why would you want a handed clientele to you? Why wouldn't you want people that you got organically that can follow you through the rest of your career potentially? Yeah. And then just from my experience, those walk-in clients, half the time you don't want them. Mm-hmm. They're just looking for anyone to do their hair. Right. You want people that you specifically chose or that are looking for you. Right. Um, so definitely, definitely put in the work. There are so many people out there who need their hair done mm-hmm. um, and there's not enough stylists. Right. There's plenty of stylists in the world. Trust me, there's so many stylists, but there's so many more people that need their hair done. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't be discouraged by anyone else's success. Everyone started fresh out of hair school, just freshly like you. licensed, just like you in the beginning, or even if you're not freshly licensed, but you don't feel like you're exactly where you need to be you're probably missing one of these things. You're probably not open-minded. You don't know your purpose. You aren't trying your best. You aren't just being realistic. Like ask yourself, like, am I actually putting in the work? Mm -hmm. Are you on social media, which is your number one business card? You don't even need to like X out of us to print. You don't even need that shit. Your business card is your portfolio online. Um, Are you putting in the work? Seriously, like be real with yourself. Yeah, are you? Are you ever, you know, engaging with other people? Are you actively looking for clients? Are you posting work? Are you, you know, sometimes people need to take models, Mm -hmm. do things for free or for a discounted price just to be able to get yourself out there. We're not saying do everyone's hair for free. That is absolutely not it. But if you're starting off in the beginning and you're having trouble, but you want to show people what you got, do your mom's hair, do your cousin's hair. Um, Just take photos of absolutely everything. Take photos of everything. everything. That's what I did. Right. And I mean, it took me a little bit longer to build um, a clientele because I had no idea what I was doing. I would say like 
I felt confident enough to actually rent after about a year and a half, um, which I would still even say is not that bad. But no, you can literally cut that time in half yeah. if you're super duper dedicated. Yeah. Um, but you have to know what to do. And that's where we're saying be a sponge <clears throat> and look for those resources because there's so much social media stylist information online. Right. Also through us. Right. <laughs> um, but just take every note you possibly can and apply it to your life mm -hmm. and your business and your career and you are going to soar but you got to put in the work right you have to put in the work another thing just like we said whether you're coming out of school and you're nervous because you don't have a full book yet or things aren't going your way or you just feel burnt out because you're 10 15 years in and you're like i don't know if i love it anymore just how you have to know your worth when it comes to your job your location of work things like that know your worth with clients as well whether you're new or old to the industry, please understand it's okay to say no. Still to this day, I'm a yes man. I always say yes, but sometimes it's okay to say no. Whether that's to your boss, no, I'm uncomfortable doing that lab cut. I would love you to show me how to do it later today and then I can take the next one, like see one, do one. No, I will not lighten this girl's hair because she used sun and I know there's gonna be a chemical reaction, etc. No, I do not wanna work 40 hours behind the chair because I don't want my back to hurt when I'm 10 years into this industry. I want to work 30. Obviously, you're going to have to do things in the beginning to get to where you want to go. But knowing your why, having a plan for yourself and, you know, making those guidelines for yourself, you won't feel burnt out nope. in the beginning or 10 years in, 20 years in, whatever it may be. So, you know, knowing your why, what are you doing this for? Being a sponge, educating yourself and getting education elsewhere. Um... And knowing when to say no. Knowing when to say no and boundaries. doing the work. Yeah. Having boundaries in your career. I would say the only times I ever felt ugh, like burnt out mm -hmm. and just over everything was mm -hmm. because I was a yes man. Mm -hmm. And I overworked myself or I, you know, overpromised because I didn't want to say no. I agree. So many times that I could have saved myself from being burnt out or from uh, feeling yucky after doing a client right. or just anything negative that I've ever felt towards the industry, I could have avoided by saying no. Right. And even when I first opened my salon suite, that's where I started before I had a salon. Um, we could even have a whole episode on that. But yeah. um, when I had my salon suite, I was still doing hair out of my home in one town. And then I was doing work in another town in my salon suite. So I'd work six days a week. I only had Sundays off and I'd still would message clients all day Sunday. So I was basically working all the time. didn't even have that day off. Yeah, I didn't even have that day still off. still counts as work. Right. Still counts as work, um, which we could talk about time management too. Um, still talks about, um, still is work. So I was working seven days a week one uh full day in one town six days or i'm sorry five days in another and then a full respond to clients day and i had to do that i feel like if i had to go back and do it differently i would probably do it the same because i was hustling i wasn't burnt out but i knew if i kept doing that i would be burnt out so I'm, we're not sitting here saying don't do the work we're not sitting here saying don't push yourself but know when you're at your max know when it's yes. the capacity know when it's time to make a change because, dude, you're not going to like it if you keep doing that. You is not going to last. Right. You're not going to last in this industry. And that's, that's you know, you're supposed to be happy with what you do. We choose to do this with our lives. We choose to make people feel beautiful every day. We choose to take all of that energy, whether it's good or bad, so many emotions, so many attitudes, so many humans and personalities a day. We choose that for ourselves. So make sure you make the correct choices for yourself on how to do that, when to do that, how long you're doing it, etc. That's really all you have to that. say, right? 
A thousand percent. I yeah. agree with that. Um, it's good that you knew when to stop because mm-hmm. I don't even think you'd be where you are today if you would have kept going like that mm-hmm. at that rate. Yeah, I did that for a year. And then the same time, the other town I was in, I was driving an hour back and forth to my suite every day. Yeah. And then it's also like life circumstance too. You know, like you were fresh out of cosmetology school, but you didn't, you weren't married. You don't have kids. Like, right. It's different. So it's different. But imagine, you know, someone, you know, like me who has a new baby, like mm-hmm. what is sustainable for you in your life? You can't compare. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. I would say don't compare yourself to anyone else because you 100%, um, you know, your life and your circumstances and your experience and your journey is going to be completely different from the next person's. Right. So never down yourself because you can't work those 40 hours a week. Maybe, you know, it worked for Alyssa and it mm-hmm. works for Alyssa now to be behind the chair 24 seven, but it doesn't work for me and my right. lifestyle. But should I let that affect how i see myself in the industry absolutely not no and it doesn't measure anyone's success Mm -hmm. what's going to make you successful at the end of the day is staying sane and loving what you do exactly doing what you love being happy making um money while doing it if that's your goal you know what i mean yeah um that is what success is i mean oh i can just i have to reiterate it's literally the best time ever to be in this industry. Yeah. So if you have just graduated, congratulations. Yeah, that's awesome. Because literally you have gotten into the industry at the best time. Like I believe that the industry is at its peak. There is the most education there's ever been. There's the mm-hmm. most positivity and community that there's ever been. Um, there's more people now than ever wanting to do their hair. They right. love the balayage. They love the fun vivids. Right. There's just there's so many more techniques right. now. It's so much more fun. There's more, you know, hair camps and conventions than mm-hmm. ever. And as long as you stick with it and you put in the work and you do everything mentioned in this podcast, we promise that you can be successful, mm-hmm. but you have to do it. Right. And don't let that overwhelm you either. No. Oh, my like, God. Just do the work. Like after this podcast, whether you're driving or you're sitting or whatever you're doing, take a moment whenever you can. Write down your plan. Write down your goals. What do you want? If you don't even know what you want, then write, I want to be happy. I want to make a good living. I want a salon that loves me and I love them. If you don't, if you don't know, I maybe you don't know if you want to open a salon. Maybe you don't know if you want to work in your town. Maybe you don't know if you want to move across the country. That's okay. But, right. But you know you want to be happy. You know you want to make a living. And you know you want to do what you love. Write those down. And then let's just see how things fall into place. You know what I mean? Like just... Just make that plan so you know what you have to look forward to. And you'll know when you walk into a salon for an interview after you graduate, is it going to make you happy? Do you think you're going to love it there? If you don't like it, find, you know, on to the next. Keep it moving um, and don't let it overwhelm you. Like Mandy said before, we all graduated. We all have been right, right where you are right now. We've all yep. been there and we've all made our way. So don't freak out. Have fun. And think about like how far you can go. Mm-hmm. Like this is just the freaking beginning Mm -hmm. and i'm very very happy with where i am in the industry and i've only been in it for four and a half years i know if somebody told me i'd be here like three years ago today i'd laugh in their face i'd be like what the fuck are you talking about really i'd be like i'm i genuinely thought like the stereotype of hairdressers like i believed that until i graduated like really dude i'm just gonna sit and smoke cigarettes and wear black all day and i don't i'm not gonna make much money and i'll probably just be a flirt because like who cares because whatever like, yeah. I thought that's what a hairdresser was. But I make all the money that I want. I don't mm-hmm. smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke cigarettes. Not, you know, not saying shit if you do, but yeah. um, it, we're just, 
we've we've broken the stereotype. Yeah, we I are agree. just in such a great place. Although I don't know because like. I feel like there's a new stereotype, like, oh, they wear hats, and they're so, f- like, I don't know. You're going to be like, I don't know, you're, you're the stereotype, because that ain't <laughs> I'm the stereotype hairdresser. Like, my boyfriend literally will be like, why don't you pull up some photos on Instagram, I'll tell you if they're a hairdresser or not. Because, like, well, I- <laughs> you know what's great, though, is that I don't even think that there is a stereotype anymore. No, there's like, not anymore. I That's see what I'm, all yeah, different types of hairstylists. It's We're all different. It's such a beautiful thing. That's the beauty of this industry, is you can be your total individual unique self mm-hmm. and no one's gonna talk shit because we're just cool we're hairdressers we are cool <laughs> i love it so it's awesome and i mean i'm sure you've heard of this before um a lot of the people who join hairdressing school they they don't last mm-hmm. they don't graduate and then some people that i mean okay let me just put this into perspective mm-hmm. i graduated with 16 other girls there's only one other girl in my graduating class that does hair yeah that's two out of 16 i don't know what percent that sh- that shit is but it's mad low <laughs> it's very yeah, very low i don't know i could do it Oh, no, I actually don't know how to do it. I'm just going to leave it. <laughs> we ain't math scholars over here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. I graduated with like 17 or 18, and I think there's like four of us doing it. Yeah, a little yours bit higher, is the but... most impressive class yeah. at like four or five total. In our school, in our thing, I know hair school might be different because when you go in and you know you're going to have debt and you're going in, you have to pay for it. It might be different. Percentages might be different. Yeah. Um, for us, it's just we know like it's hard to last. But it's only because people get burnt out or overwhelmed and we're here to help you not feel that way. Yeah, we want this to be as smooth of a process for you as possible. Because it's fucking awesome. Because it's awesome and we want to help you avoid the burnout and avoid being regretful and resentful towards it. Because it can happen if you're not careful and if you're not doing things right. Um, Not to say that there is a right or wrong, but there kind of is a right Mm -hmm. or wrong. And Mm -hmm. we want to help you not have to go through what we went through. Mm Mm-hmm and to just soar yeah let's avoid as many obstacles as possible but we can only do that with the right knowledge so we want to provide that for you uh we do hope that this episode helped you Mm -hmm. a bit uh whether you just graduated or you're not happy and you kind of needed to take a step back um yeah (laughs) that's it um i guess we'll catch you next week thank you so much for tuning into behind the stylist podcast We are so grateful you listen to our episodes every single Monday, and we want to share topics that benefit you, so do not hesitate to contact us. No topic is off limits, and you can reach us via our Instagram at hairstylistanonymous, or you can email us at hairstylistanonymous at gmail.com. Thanks again. Until next time.